0: Hi everybody, this is Elisa with Neurodiverse Universe, and I am your neurodiverse coach. And again, I promise I will think of a new and better name for what I am doing. But I have a special guest today. Her name is Andrea, and she agreed to do the interview with me, um, kind of on short notice, so I'm really grateful for that. And I just want to go ahead and apologize for my super low voice that sounds crazy, um, getting over being sick. So it's going to be like that for a few more days, and then I'll go back to normal. Um, Hi, guys. This is Andrea. Hello. And Andrea, will you tell us um, a little bit about yourself? Like, what are some of the things that, that you have either struggled with in the past or, like, maybe not necessarily your age, but, like, What's something you wanted to do when you were 12 or younger? What's a dream you had?
1: Um, well, first of all, um, I suffer from bipolar, uh, manic depression. And, um, the other question you asked was, um, something I did when I was younger. Or,
0: a dream you had. A dream I had.
1: And, um well when you're younger everybody has these grandiose ideas of what they're going to be and I thought I was going to be like the most famous pop singer <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah that's awesome um, so let me ask you really quickly um, what do you currently do for work or what do you want to do for work um
1: I'm unemployed at the moment and, and that's due to a lot of different complications, um, partly because of and in result of my, um, my, um, uh, my condition and, um, I would like to, um, As of right now, I haven't really put any expectations on what I want to do because it, I could go anywhere. My life could go in any direction, and I'd be okay with it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's good to be flexible. Yeah. Right? Because that means you'll be okay with whatever, whatever happens. Yeah, just as long as I have
1: a nice place to live and food in my belly and clothes on my back that I'm good
0: yeah awesome. I do want to give Andrea a, a bunch of credit for uh, a couple of things she joins me for yoga every week and she's getting amazing at it and I'm really Thank proud you. of her she's getting stronger and more flexible and um, I think it's helping her in a lot of different ways and it's really it's really great to have her come and inspire me and encourage me to do yoga too, because she's the only reason why <laughs> I, I do yoga glasses in the first place. Oh, okay, she's great. Thank you. Elise is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me something really quickly. What would you love to learn, or what would you love to try, and um, or e- even just educate yourself on? Um, I'd like to learn some languages. What, any specific?
1: Like, Spanish and German. Like, those are the two that I I find most useful or most satisfying to learn. Yeah. They're both really easy for me because they're Latin-based, and English also being Latin-based.
0: It's easier to, like, do that instead of something like Chinese. (laughs) Well, I have, a, obviously, a, I'm partial to Spanish because I speak Spanish, but it's also, but I speak Spanish, and so I'm, I'm pretty partial to it. Um, so I think you should, I definitely think you should try yeah. to learn Spanish. There's also a lot of resources available
1: to me for learning Spanish, so mm-hmm. that makes it a lot easier for me.
0: Yeah. A lot of um, Spanish people I know are willing to help. That's one of the best ways to do it is to like immerse yourself in yeah. in hearing it so that you're almost like forced to speak. Yeah. I mean, even if you make mistakes, like it's really and important.
1: It's, it's good that that there are people that I know because they'll they'll be f- more patient with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll find that a lot of Hispanic people are patient when you're trying to learn Spanish. It's yeah. it's like it's a nice thing they to do. They appreciate learn. that yeah. you're putting out the effort. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember when
1: I was um, in Spanish class in school, we had to go and um, deliver food uh, for for needy families in Spanish communities. And they, uh, they made us speak in Spanish the whole time. And I was so scared and so nervous. But everybody I talked to, like, I was so surprised to see that everybody I talked to were very nice, friendly, and just very patient and understanding. Mm
0: -hmm. So let me ask you um, another question.
1: I think that was the first time that I had ever spoken in Spanish, like to a native speaker. I'm 29. No, no. How old were you when you did that? I was, um, I I was in ninth grade, I think. So I. I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe like 16-ish.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. It does a lot of good for um, our younger brains to like start processing even the idea of learning another language. Yeah. Because it's it's easier. Yeah. We have like more neuroplasticity, which basically means that our brains can adapt and mm-hmm. build new mm-hmm. pathways. And our brains are really cool. And so it, they can help us, um, especially the younger we are. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let's see. Can I ask you okay. really quickly a little bit about the um, bipolar manic depression? Okay. What would you say to families raising and supporting um, kids or even adults with the same neurodiversity? Um, the first thing would be patience. Like... You're definitely
1: going to need a boatload of that. Um, just enduring love, and and understanding that when that person is down, it's not going to last forever. And you, to re- reassure that person that it won't last forever, because that that's one thing that I always had struggled with is that it feels like when you're in the moment that it's going to last forever and nothing is going to ever be right again, but it does pass and things do get better.
0: Yeah, they do. I was going to ask you, um, what, what do you do for, for self care in relation to the depression? I mean, I feel like I, I know that you're, Really working hard to take care of yourself and do a lot of really good things, but I'd like to hear some, like even just three things that you do to take care of yourself, whether it's in those moments of the depression or outside. Well, um,
1: one thing that always helps is my husband. He has been amazing when with dealing with uh, my issues. Because, like, he'll be patient enough to sit with me and reassure me. And the whole time I'm telling him every reason in the world why (laughs) the world is ending, basically. And there's no good and nothing could ever happen that's good. And, um... So, um... Yeah, so he um he helps out a lot and he's been amazing at that. Um, I do yoga every week. Mm -hmm. Which (laughs) is great. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) That helps. um, I I can focus when I'm doing yoga. I can focus on just doing yoga and getting my physical good, and that in turn will eventually translate into mentally feeling better because partially because of all the endorphins from the actual workout and, and partially also because it's a wellness centered lifestyle and um you can go in any direction on that one yeah and um and something else that I do for self care is, um, I, I do makeup. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, um, I like to paint my face and then show
0: people it. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea is an amazing makeup artist and she was completely self taught. Oh, thank you. I am. <laughs> do you want to tell us about any of the, um, Anything about anything else about the makeup stuff that you do? Because it's it's really interesting. My favorite look was when she did a Dia de los Muertos calavera face. It was absolutely stunning. Yeah, Uh, it was one of the nicest ones. Yeah, it was one of the nicest ones I've seen. I well,
1: I'm I'm very much inspired by um, by Spanish people and their resilience and their ability to see a hard situation like a family member dying and being able to turn it around into something good and
0: celebration yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and it was the funniest thing to me when I first heard about uh, el día de uh, la día de uh, I can't say it. Day of it. the Dead, it's okay. Day of the Dead.
0: <laughs> día de los muertos. It's hard to dia say.
1: Día de los muertos. Muertos. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. But, but um, when I first heard about it, it really threw me for a loop because um, in my family, anything to do with skeletons or the dead is very macabre and kind of taboo. Mm. <laughs> And so when I first saw that, it, was, it really it boggled my mind that they could see skeletons as not something so grim. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it reminds them of their loved ones and, and that we'll all be families forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And
0: Have you seen that movie Coco?
1: Yes, I have seen Coco. It's amazing. That's a
0: good one. Uh, And the other one I forgot. I think Book of Life. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. It sounds amazing. That one's good too. Um, So let's wrap up with one more question. And that's just what challenges have you had that you have been able to overcome in learning new things or or following your dreams?
1: Well, for one thing, um, I, I experienced a lot of challenges with, um, with running my Instagram account and, um, and dealing with, um, being afraid to put myself out there for fear of rejection and fear of not, or people not liking what I put out there and um for a long time nobody paid attention and and if they did it was to tell me that I looked crazy <laughs> but the less that I listened to those people the better I felt and the more I was able to focus on what made me feel better which was makeup
0: and tell me more about the makeup and the Instagram because that sounds really interesting
1: well I have a whole bunch of exciting things I'm doing on Instagram um a lot of times I'll I'll follow a theme or I'll just go off on any random um inspiration and um my Instagram is uh crazyhazy.mua and that's C-R-A-Z-Y H-A-Z-Y dot N-U-A and yeah
0: it's a good time (laughs) I love seeing the makeup looks that you put on there Um, they're super fun and I love the fact that you're you're self-taught I think that's really important to be able to find something you love L- learn about it mm-hmm. on your own mm-hmm. and then like use that knowledge to translate into something and cr- in creating something not just that you love but that will help other people because I think it's really important to um, be able to follow our dreams and go after what we want regardless of the naysayers obviously sometimes and hopefully we always have supporters but I feel like it's easy to, to get kind of sidetracked by naysayers and it's just it's really important to yeah. be able to move forward despite them
1: that negativity is a is a poison and the less you take of it the better <laughs> absolutely. absolutely eventually you'll be able to not take any of the poison <laughs>
0: and slap it, it away yeah i'm not taking yeah. any of that
1: throw that trash away <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me, Andrea. Um, No problem. I do want to just go ahead and quick plug for the Instagram page that she has. Uh, Again, she has amazing makeup looks on there. And um, I know she has some big plans for where she wants to take that Instagram account. She's got a lot of um, followers. And I know that it's going to be, whatever she does, is going to be amazing. And I'm glad. um,
1: Thank you. You're so that sweet. <laughs> I'm glad
0: that Andrea joined me today. And I just want to close with that and tell you guys thank you for listening and joining us. And hopefully you found some, found a lot of inspiration in dealing with not just b- bipolar depression, but kind of nixing what any naysayers would say about you or yeah. and what you're doing. And just remember that it doesn't
1: last forever the lows don't last forever
0: and it does get better thank you thank you for sharing that with us and we will see you guys later hopefully next week on neurodiverse universe and i'm your neurodiverse diverse coach and again i'll come up with a better name and it's just going to get better from here thank you so much and have a great day thank
1: you